Everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. This is a rapid reaction brought to you by Buyers Auto. Uh, that's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. Guys, I took um, since the Larry Scott press conference that was supposed to just be focused on uh, rapid testing and the potential return of football and other sports for that league. Um, I my attention was drawn to something entirely different when the Big Ten entered the conversation. And I felt like I needed maybe 12 or 14 hours to cool down because it was absolutely one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard in my life that uh, Larry Scott has been in a regular communication with Kevin Warren so that they can try to align their seasons and potentially offer traditional postseason opportunities between the two leagues. Uh, who cares? I thought I would calm down about it. But if that's the motivation for the Big Ten – if they don't try to push something through for October uh, or Thanksgiving, uh, maybe the Pac-12 could play then. I don't know, but I don't, also don't care. Uh, that is an absolutely horrible idea and would basically be the end of those leagues having any credibility whatsoever if they think it's just more important to play against each other than for a national championship. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to start with the uh, what makes this a stupid conversation, to be honest. I mean, we're talking about uh, – we're doing a rapid reaction – 12 hours, 16 hours after something happened, because like the big, like the big 10 and the Pac 12, like we're just that slow about this. Like this is ridiculous. There is no reason that the big 10 should be hitching its wagon to anything to do with the sinking Pac 12. The Pac 12 is irrelevant. I mean, if you're talking like there's the power five, but like there's really the power four and okay. Pac 12, you could, I guess, California is involved, so they let them on board. But, like, nobody cares what the Pac-12 does. People who root for the Pac-12 teams don't care what the Pac-12 does. Why should anyone that actually cares about real college football care about the Pac-12? I don't. Chives, do you? No, because it, it sounded to me like they would rather protect the Holiday Bowl than play in the national title game. Well, yeah, the Pac-12 doesn't have to worry about playing the national title game. Yeah, it just – it made absolutely no sense. I don't understand why you would even consider that as an option. I, the phrase traditional postseason opportunity is really abused here because <laughs> the Rose Bowl is traditionally played on January 1. As the so final what, game of the year, right. What would be traditional – about that postseason opportunity happening in March. And why would anybody be excited about it? I, I want to be clear about something that – and I said this yesterday when it, this initially happened and got me worked up. I want some college football over none. I know that there are problems with the spring. If they play in the spring, of course the three of us in Letterman Row will cover it. There would be some silver linings, although, uh, as you wrote earlier on Friday morning, Berm, they took away the, the potential opportunity or they're going to take away – early enrollees being able to play. Ohio State's schedule would be uh, – schedule and roster would be uh, not what anyone was hoping for. Obviously, the 2020 season would be lost. National championship opportunity would be lost. There would be an opportunity to watch some young guys develop, uh, get ready for the future. It would be like getting an extended look at, at spring football practices, uh, and we could maybe form better opinions for how the roster would look in 2021, development opportunities or whatever. That is it when it comes to spring. We'd be there. We'd cover it. There'd be some unique opportunities. They'd get to practice. Beyond that, if you're removing yourself, removing yourself 
from the college football playoff conversation, I just – I and hoping that people will, will care that they're playing the Rose Bowl in March, get out of here. There's no value to that. In a normal 2020 college football season, though, the Rose Bowl would not be Big, 12, Big 10 versus Pac-12. It's a playoff game. The, the, I want, the Rose Bowl I, is a playoff game. I have a challenge for our YouTube commenters and, and readers and watchers. I'm going to need someone with Photoshop skills with a Z to go out there and get me uh, the screenshot from Dumb and Dumber, but I want Larry and Kevin on the, on the moped, okay? Because this is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And it, which is saying something because a week ago, the Big Ten was suggesting they were going to start playing after Thanksgiving. So, I mean, like the dumb ideas uh, scale is being rapidly moved, okay? Like these, these goalposts are moving quickly. And none of it makes sense. And it's all just, I mean, uh, we have grown men making decisions that it's like fantasy land. I, I don't have any idea where they're coming from. There's nothing about that entire concept that makes any sense for anyone. There's just if, you're no... play, if you're playing football in the spring, you're not playing football next fall. So if the Buckeyes aren't playing this fall, Ohio State needs to say, sorry, we're not playing until next fall, period. That's you know, my opinion. They've been – open to the idea of January and that was when it seemed like there was no other option and then if you they they got to the point we were having this conversation a week ago where it was okay if you're all right with January then Thanksgiving makes sense you move it up and that seemed like a really good negotiation place uh, maybe for the Big Ten coaches and athletic directors because lo and behold the very next week uh, President Trump calls up one of the two dumb and dumber idiots and says hey would you like uh, 250,000 free tests yeah uh, sure. Well, that would really help because we think the testing is the biggest hur hurdle. And then the Pac-12, somehow out of thin air, uh, they finally realized that uh, Texas State has been using this stuff uh, for a couple weeks now. Maybe we should get some of these tests and try and play football. Hey, that are you telling me? Are you telling me, Austin, that testing isn't really the issue? Well, it sure doesn't seem to be because uh, the federal government and the White House have offered to solve that problem for the Big Ten. And now we're three or four days into this and, and nothing has changed at this point. But it did seem significant at the time that it, that would move it up to October 10th or October 17th. But uh, my point is the Big Ten needs to play as soon as possible. It, it does not need to coordinate with another league. There, there would be no value in that. Just so that another conference – they're still going to play conference-only games. It's not like they, they would schedule a regular season where – Ohio State and Oregon are suddenly meeting in week two again. That's not going to happen. Um, all the reasons that they went to conference only in July, June and July are the same. The SEC isn't magically saying they want to open it up to non-conference games at this point, but the, the, the logic of trying to say that you need another league to be playing eight, eight games, have a conference championship so that you can have a Rose Bowl and a Holiday Bowl and a, uh, you know, Cheez-It Bowl, there's no, there's no point to Jesus. that. They don't need to play at the same week. Even if the Big Ten decides, uh, the Big Ten presidents and chancellors and Kevin Moore, not the athletic directors and coaches, even if they decide that they're not ready for October 10th or any point in October, uh, they need to play as soon as they can. November 3rd, I don't care. Right, just, to be in the, just to be in the argument come January. Try, to try to do anything you can to give your players the opportunity to compete for what they really want. You know, a Big Ten championship, I, I do think that there's value to that. I've written that many times, and it needs to be better reflected in the college football playoff selection criteria. 
Um, but if you have to come back from 10 and go to six or go to eight because you don't think you can play until the start of November, it doesn't matter. You have to put something on the, on the plate for that selection committee. You have until mid-December. Like, you have to have a shot at that or else n- nobody's going to care about it. In the, ra- the most radical idea you could come up with here is instead of coordinating with the Pac-12, you could coordinate with the other three leagues oh. and play in the playoff. Whoa. Yeah, and I mean, instead it, of playing for the Holiday Bowl, you could play for the national championship game. The conversation should be with the SEC and ACC and Big 12 saying, hey, will you guys, would you guys be willing to move back two more weeks so we can all play together? That's the conversation. Uh, but again, this is all about the ego of the people in charge of the Big Ten and Pac-12 at this point because they were – absolutely certain that if they postponed, if they delayed, if they canceled the season, that the other leagues were going to do the same thing. And now it's like this absolute CYA moment for these guys trying to figure out how they can uh, make it themselves look good. Like, oh, they were the ones concerned about the the health and well-being of the players and the other leagues aren't. And then you see what happened on Thursday with this bogus 35% of players having myocarditis crap that started to get thrown against the wall because people are just looking for anything they can to try to point out that the big 10 was, was, was right. That the big 10 was high and mighty in this decision. And they just fool look like fools every single time. Well, the big 10 talked about testing and myocarditis. Well, your testing is already solved because the white house stepped in and offered the testing to you. Myocarditis obviously is not as big of a deal as they're making it as some are making it out to be because we just saw that study become, you know, debunked. So what is it? What, what is it that's holding you back right now? Because it's not testing and it's not heart issues. I I just want to know what it is. Oh, it's it's a hard issue. (laughs) It's definitely a hard issue. (laughs) I think it's a a different part of the body. That's, that's a little too weak right now for Kevin Warren and Larry Scott. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um, I'll let you draw your own conclusions, just like Firm was trying to protect our rating with CYA instead of cover your ass. This has just been such an absolutely – Kevin Warren should not be talking to Larry Scott. There's no point in that right now. This this notion that the leagues have worked together for so long, and they clearly did uh, in early August when they were the only two that canceled uh, of the Power Five leagues, I don't understand it. There's no value anymore to the Big Ten – I was to partner with the Pac-12. The Big Ten's chief competitive rival is the SEC. Ohio State's chief competitive rival, if you want to argue it could be Alabama, it's, to me it's Clemson. Um, forget, forget about you know, Michigan and that rivalry just for a second. But to compete on the national landscape, the Big Ten has to contend with the SEC, and Ohio State needs to beat Clemson. Those are the schools that you need to align with. Those are the cues that you need to be following. Those are the leagues. Those, those are the commissioners. Uh, those are the protocols that you need to be uh, adapting and embracing right now. You have much, much, much more in common with those leagues than whatever you think you've traditionally had with the Pac-12 because you got to go play on some really nice grass and have a postcard shot of your stadium at sunset. It is super nice grass, though. It, it really is. But there's, no, there's, no, there's nothing beyond that that ties these two leagues. They couldn't be, di- they couldn't be more different. And the passion drives that home when nobody has fought whatsoever for the Pac-12 to play. I understand that there are restrictions that California teams couldn't even play 
Uh, and it would have been, you know, really friendly and helpful and polite to, to bring them along and lend a hand. But uh, that doesn't help the Big Ten make money. It doesn't help them compete for a national championship. It certainly won't help them with recruits. So tell me what, what possible motivation you could have to try and coordinate a schedule with a league that has nothing in common with you. Well, the, cynic, the cynical side of me leaps to very, very cynical places. So I'm just going to not talk about it because I feel like it's pretty obvious what's, what's motivating these people at this point. And I don't think that it makes any sense for anybody that's actually concerned or cared about the interests and well-being of the student athletes or their families or their coaches or any of the people that are actually impacted by the fact that we're not having this you know, conversation about joining the SEC, ACC, Big 12, because as we saw this week, more schools around the Big Ten are going to be cutting other other sports. The, the need for football, as I said on Monday, is so much greater than just football. And I, I, I can't believe people are willing to just accept it, that they can't have it when, you know, Michigan, of all places, allowed high school football, you know, did a, a 180 on high school football on Thursday and is now allowing that. There's no reason that the Big Ten can't be playing football, period. Here's just a, a tidbit of food for thought. UAB, who canceled football in 2014 and 15 because they had no money, is now fielding a team amid a pandemic because they can afford to do it. Ohio State's uh, – the Big Ten's not. It's not testing. It's not heart issues. It would be uh, incredible harm to release why they canceled. So what are we doing here? What, what, what exactly are we doing here? It, it, it's becoming Arkansas. more and more frustrated every day. Central Arkansas has now played twice in a week. On national TV twice. Nice job, Central Arkansas. I'd never even heard of Central Arkansas before. No. How could like, they? I have knew it was a yeah. I knew it was like a location. I like I, I assumed that in Arkansas there was a spot where you would like call that Central Arkansas, but sure. I didn't know that there was a university there. I mean, I knew that it was a geographic place, like yeah. Eastern Arkansas and Western Arkansas. That's just the same everywhere. But I didn't know that they just plopped a school there. Well done. Yeah, I mean, I hope Central Ohio gets to play soon. That's that's my only yeah. motivating factor right here. Maybe they should just remove themselves and be a traveling band of uh, a gypsy football team. Hey, it worked for the 1 million, you know, traveling baseball teams around the country this summer. They were allowed to play. So I, why not just become a, a traveling football team? I think that's a great idea. It's the best one we've had on Rapid Reaction brought to you by Buyers Auto. We can't believe what's happening, but we're going to continue to cover it. Uh, every day brings something crazier and stranger. Hopefully that'll eventually lead us back to football. That's Jeremy Birmingham, Spencer Holbrook. I am Austin Ward. This has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Buyers Auto. We'll see you next time at Letterman Row.